Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, having a great time today talking about uh, is country music king in your world? Now, you're listening to talk radio right now, but I know that we share a lot of listeners with the country stations. Uh, I know that for a fact. 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. Um, earlier, I stated, and my brother Dick Bowerly, who is with us, who's a member of the Buffalo Music Hall of Fame, Kenmore East Performing Arts Hall of Fame, he had a song in Spaceballs. Um, uh, I made the point that, in my opinion, without the Eagles, um, we would not have country music as big as it is today. And I have... um, I just want to play a couple of songs here real quick. Um, Number one, I happen to think that Take It to the Limit could easily pass for a country song. Uh, Randy Meisner's big contribution to the Eagles. Uh, Let it rip, Josh. So, see, I happen to think this is this a- absolutely has a country feel, and I'm not sure where the line between country music and pop music and rock music is. But Randy Meisner, after his career with the Eagles, had uh, one hit, as I recall, and that was called um, that was called uh, "Hearts on Fire," which sounds like this. The late Randy Meisner. It's Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. I want to turn to uh, Dick Bowerly. Dick, take it to the limit. I-, I think it's country, and obviously, Hearts on Fire absolutely has some country elements to it. Yeah, for, for the for Hearts on Fire, if if you took out the uh, the distorted electric guitar, it could definitely pass. You know, one hundred percent for a country song. As far as take it to the limit. 
got a couple things going for it. Uh, it's got the three-quarter or six-eight, if you will, uh, time signature, which has always been that waltz thing has always been a staple of country music uh, by people like George Jones and you know the, that that grouping of uh, from that era of, of country. Uh, and the, the guitars in it are you know relatively tame. Uh, the violins, although they are prevalent in a lot of George Jones songs you know, could maybe take it a little bit away from country, but I think all things considered, you could take a, you can, you could justify calling that a country song. Yeah. And Josh, did I ask you to pull one more? Uh, let's, let's let that one rip, please. Traveling Wilburys, country or not? And there's another Wilbury song that uh, you guys should be familiar with, and uh, it's also played by the All-Star Project, uh, whose T-shirt I happen to be wearing right now. Let that one rip. Well, it's all. All right, Dick Bowerly, Traveling Wilburys, country or not? Uh, well, again, this is subjective, as Josh has been saying, uh, but I'm going to say that end of the line, definitely country. The first song, not so much. Handle with care. You don't. I, say, I, I hear a lot of country elements in that song. But I hear a lot more of them in end of the line. Oh, sure. absolutely. And without, absolutely. Without, Josh, what do you think? I, I agree with the end of the line one. I, I don't agree as much on Hearts on Fire. I, really? I, I can hear it in like the lyrics, but that's about it. Um, if it had more of a like twangy feel to it, I feel like maybe, but like the instruments just, I don't know. I don't, I don't see it as much, but I definitely see it in end of the line. Well, it's the well, raunchy we, we guitars, did. Josh. That's what I'm saying. If you, you have to take out the distorted guitar and if you replaced it with another acoustic guitar or a mandolin and left everything else the same, then it could easily be a country song. But I agree with you that in its current configuration, uh, it, it really doesn't really meet, uh, check all the boxes of being a country song. I guess it goes back to that whole like split of like how how songs can like have different genres sprinkled in there and it's like how much how much are they made up of each genre. So like... If I was to look at end of the line, I'd say like 60 to 75% of that is country, and then the rest of it's kind of a rock and almost yeah. a folksy type, too, because of that guitar. It just, I don't know. It's it's a nice little mix of everything. There's a lot of blurred lines. I mean, guys, there's a lot of gray areas is what I'm picking up uh, from on this show. Let's go to uh, Daryl in uh, Chittawaga. Uh, hopefully it'll be Daryl Hall calling in, but I tend to doubt that. He's a little busy these days. Daryl, you're on WBEN. Hello. Yeah, sorry to disappoint there, Tom. Well, can't anyway, have I everything. I wanted to ask your expert there what he thought uh, of that new song that's out there, uh, Richmond, North of Richmond. What kind of uh, country that is? Oh, North boy. of Richmond. Uh, Josh, do you have that one uh, fired up and uh, ready for us to uh, sample? I don't, and I don't think I can play it because it does swear a bunch in it, so I'm not very comfortable playing that. <laughs> no, no. When but, in doubt, let's not do it. I mean, you know, I, might, as, might as well do David Allen Coe if that's the case. <laughs> I have heard that, though, and I I, I like it. It's it's very similar to Tyler Childers, an artist I talked about before. What what made you uh, what uh, what made you bring that up, Daryl? I don't know. You guys are talking about country music here, and I just was wondering, because that's a new one that I've heard. I don't know what kind of genre it was or what kind of uh, classification of country music it was. 
you know, it was more like Appalachia. Hmm. Uh, Josh, uh, you're definitely up to speed on the song. You're up to speed on current country. Uh, you want to go a little further into detail with Daryl on this? Yeah, I think Appalachia hits it right out, like hits the nail right on the head. I mean, rich men north of Richmond. I mean, you're right in the heart of Appalachia, and it's like that's the sound he in the video i i can't i don't know what i'm not very good with instruments and what kind of instrument he's playing i don't dick i don't know if you've seen the music video i have what what is he playing in that is that like a cheap guitar (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't matter how expensive it is if the person playing it knows what they're doing but i mean this Uh, guy's soared to number one on pretty much every music list you can be on i mean it's it's crazy how much his song has blown up overnight well we haven't we really haven't had a i mean i'm going to call that i mean again blurred lines you, you can call it country if you want you can certainly call it folk and most definitely call it uh appalachia almost a descendant of original bluegrass front porch music if you want to um but we have not had a controversial protest type song since Eve of Destruction by Barry McGuire, which in and of itself was a folk rock song, if you really want to, you know, go down the rabbit hole. Wow. Thank you, Daryl, very much for the phone call. Much appreciated. Yep, thanks, Sam. Much obliged. Let's get some more calls on, because we've been having fun talking to each other, but it's always more fun talking to you guys. Here's Eileen in Buffalo. We're talking about country music. Eileen, is country music king by you and... uh, uh, are you are you picking up on some of the fuzziness with what is country and what isn't country? I think it's a broad tent. I became a fan of country music in 1975 when Loretta Lynn came out with the song The Pill. And it was the first time there was anything like it. And it was controversial. And, and it was so wise. And it was dealing so frankly with social issues and relating to women about, in that song, why a woman who already has six kids and loves her husband and wants to have sex with him would also like to have the benefit of birth control. And back then it was considered terribly controversial. And over the years, country music has tackled issues about women, issues about racial discrimination, issues about aging and dying, issues about world peace, issues about poverty, and I've been listening for 48 years, and I won't bore you with every song, but whenever topics come up in my life, whether I'm counseling clients or counseling friends, I have a country music song for it. For example, in working with victims of domestic violence, there was a song by Johnny Cash's daughter, Roseanne Cash, probably going back either side of 30 years, called Fight Back, Rosie, Fight Back, Leave. Just take your clo- the baby and the clothes on your back. And it was an easy way to get across to people, don't worry about the sofa or the TV if you're leaving a dangerous situation. The Tammy Wynette songs about divorce and how it can hurt children. The Kathy Matea song, Where Have You Been, when, when a husband or wife visits the other one in the nursing home as they're dying. And they say, where have you been? I've waited for you all my life. And, and the songs are endless. There's songs for weddings, songs for funeral. I've already told my loved ones that I want them to sing, Will the Circle Be Unbroken When I Pass Away? Other, there's just no limit to the number of songs you can hear, and, and there isn't enough time for everyone to hear them. But I would suggest for people that are newer to country music, the local Ramblin' Lou family band with the late Ramblin' Lou had started it. They play every year for free on the Erie County Fair at 5 o'clock. 
people can listen. And they have things that go back to the old days and go into the cutting-edge songs of the new days. And in Buffalo, I've been able to hear from up close Melody Fair, the Erie County Fair, Grand Island Lanes in the 70s, where Ramblin' Lou had concerts, Shays Buffalo, the ballpark where they have Taste of Country. Over the years, going back to hearing Kitty Wells and Ernest Tubb in the 70s until this summer hearing the the modern lineup at Taste of Country. And I'm very excited that someone who's been writing for other people for many years, Brandy Clark, is going to be playing with Lori McKenna, who wrote many well-known country songs, including... Uh, Tim McGraw's "Humble and Kind." If you want to, uh, Eileen, I, I need you to I need you to hold on yeah. here because uh, this is a point that really hasn't come up before. I mean, we don't think of uh, of country music as addressing social issues, but you have uh, obviously uh, hit the nail on the head with some of these. Is country music king? Uh, Josh Schmidt. Behind the glass, he is a uh, country music expert, especially post-2000. My brother, Dick Bowerly, member of the Buffalo Music Hall of Fame, Kenmore East Performing Arts Hall of Fame, and with a song in Spaceballs, which is not a country song. Uh, Before we go any further with uh, Eileen, um, first of all, uh, Dick, we don't think of social social justice or uh, issues of domestic violence uh, or... Um, uh, racism as far as country music is concerned. Do you have any thoughts uh, on what Eileen had to say? Yeah, I, I thought she brought up a, a really, really excellent point. And uh, because all the songs that she mentioned, in, indeed, uh, are societal issues, and you know, most of them are obviously bad. Um, so, no, I, I, I agree. And, I, you know what, underscoring all of this, what country seems to do better than any other genre was tell it tells real stories about real issues, both good and bad. I mean, you take a song like Strawberry Fields or you know or Penny Lane. Yeah, those are really cool stories, but they're they're kind of fake. They're made up. But what Eileen is talking about are real issues that affect real people. Therefore, making those songs incredibly relatable, and I can see why she would use them in her counseling. Uh, let's go back to Eileen for her closing argument. Um, Eileen, uh, more time for you to finish what you had to say. Well, your brother Dick said it perfectly. I love country music because it's songs about people from different viewpoints, and I urge people to just give it a try. The Riviera Theater has shows. They're all over the place. You don't have to sit in a bar. The other thing for beginners is at 9 o'clock on Saturday nights, streaming on Facebook under Grand Ole Opry or on Circle TV from Cable 153. You listen to an hour of Grand Ole Opry, and they have people come in who are 90 years old, and they have people who are 20, and they have the real popular new ones. Carrie Underwood comes on and, and Miranda Lambert. And, and they're all there, and you can all see them. But I thank Buffalo for giving me, a transplant from New York City, a chance to see many, many country shows live. And there's no end to it. So thank you for doing this topic. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Eileen. Appreciate the phone call um, very, very much. We're coming up on uh, 25 minutes after 5. Josh, uh, your take on country music and social issues. I mean, we think about, you know, Bob Dylan, the ultimate protest song singer. Um, Then he got away with that. You know, I was so much older then. I'm younger than that now. Didn't want to have that label anymore. Um, Your thoughts on today's country music. Do you get the sense that it addresses uh, social issues that we'd rather not talk about sometimes? 
Yeah, I think sometimes uh, now it's more of in like a lighthearted way, I guess you could say. I don't, I don't know about if lighthearted is the right word, but like when you look at the song um, by the chicks, formerly the Dixie Chicks, called Goodbye Earl, it's a song about a guy cheating on his girlfriend and then like her and her girlfriend kind of taking care of him. Um, but, you know, then there's Jeez. gun there's gunpowder and lead by Miranda Lambert, and that one's kind of self-explanatory. Um, then Whiskey Lullaby by Alison Krauss and Brad Paisley. That was one that came out when I was younger. And I, the, the music video for that was so well done. It, it, I can just vividly remember seeing it on like the top 20 country countdown when it was on it. And that one's basically, it, it's a hard song about over drinking pretty much. I mean, it's, there's a lot of songs out there and it's, it's not just country. It's, it's all genres of music that do it but i think country just kind of has a different view on it you know what speaking, i mean like it's got a different speaking, spin speaking of music on man the over drinking part um josh uh, uh <laughs> sorry let's uh let's get back dick you, you've done this far you want to do the rest of the show or you got to go I, I think i'm going to go because you talk about country what i'm having for dinner tonight doesn't get any more country than a homemade blt and some fresh corn i got from george's out in your neck of the woods a short time ago well, enjoy your dinner, Dick. I uh, appreciate it, and I do miss your uh, home-done Italian sausages, and um, it's time that you had me over for a barbecue. Um, well, it's, it's, time, it's time we all get together for, for a barbecue, but I wish I could spend more time. But I pretty much have stated my case on the whole thing, and uh, Josh is more than capable of working with you to uh, carry, the, uh, carry the torch from now till uh, 5 to 6. Absolutely. Thank well, you, Dick Bowerly. I forget. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's 56, actually. And there's actually no live spot at 56 today, which is uh, we, it's an inside joke there. Uh, thank you, Dick Bowerly, uh, my brother, member of the Buffalo Music Hall of Fame, uh, member of the Kenmore East Performing Arts Hall of Fame. And, yes, here's a song in Spaceballs. It's called I Just Want to Be Loved by You. I've got my own definition of that genre, but I'm not going to share it on the air because I'm getting big trouble. Anyway, uh, Josh, hold on. And if you're on, if you want to call in, uh, when the clock starts to slide into like 534, that'd be a great time to call. Is country music king by you? I'm a classic rock guy, but I don't mind country at all. But most of the country with which I'm most familiar is like 1982 and before. But I don't mind country. I don't hate country. I, I like it. I mean, it's not my first choice. I'll do classic rock as my first choice. Yacht rock, 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, 
You deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Let it play as long as you want, man. You be the judge. We'll listen to the whole song. This is one of my favorite country songs. Okay, tell us why you selected it. Guitars and Cadillacs by Dwight Yoakam. I mean, I just, I love the way it sounds. I can just picture sitting in like a smoky bar in the 90s listening to this song. (laughs) And it just, I I, I absolutely love 90s country. And that came out a little bit before the 90s. That was like 86, I think it was. So it was kind of like the beginning of that. Or around that, like what I consider the, the best time of country, and again, it's all subjective, so you never know like what everyone else is gonna like. But I just I love that song. I love the sound, and it, it just reminds me of that era. Like when oh, I think it, of that era, it's like one of the first songs I think of. Dude, it's a great song, and and you're a country boy. I mean, what people should know, you actually grew up and live in the country. Yes, that is correct. That's why uh, I, that's why I grew up listening to this stuff. I mean, I can thank my parents for. Pretty much my taste of music. It was my dad had a two disc set of Southern rock, and it was just all Leonard Skinnerd and and just all that type of genre. I, I honestly don't really know if I can name the bands, but the songs I know them by heart. It's it's really weird. Yeah. Okay. I, I want to address this blurred line thing. By the way, the the question for you is: Is country king in your musical world, or if that's too sexist, is country queen? That's for Eileen. Uh, I think she's an attorney. By the way, I think she called in last week. But uh, is country music the king or the queen of your musical taste? Um, I'm like I said. I'm a classic rock guy. Um, I love Steely Dan, even though I don't like jazz, and Steely Dan is heavily jazz-influenced. Love Pink Floyd, love Zeppelin, um, love a lot of Dylan stuff, believe it or not, even though I rag on him for what he is now, uh, which is like a parody. Um, love the Wilburys, absolutely love the Traveling Wilburys. Uh, wish they'd have done more music, but, uh, you know, take any band from, you know, Buffalo Springfield, uh, Poco, some of the stuff from Pure Prairie League, uh, Hendrix. I mean, th- th- this is the stuff that I listen to. Led Zeppelin, uh, if, for example. Um, you know, that's that's my that's my jam uh, that I listen to. But then again, you know, as you know, every what uh, every November we play Gordon Lightfoot, Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald on this show. And that's another one. OK, Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, country song or not a country song. And it's kind of a country song, except for my brother would argue that there is distorted guitar in that particular tune. Now, there are rock bands, by the way. Uh, the phone number uh, for you to get in on this, Josh Schmidt is my resident country music expert, and he just sounds great on the air, and I'm just so happy. I, like, I'm, like, I hate to lose Josh as a producer of this show, 
but I'm so happy that he's advancing in his career in the direction in which he wishes to advance. And you know what? Um, when somebody has a dream, you got to help them achieve that dream and um, make it as easy for them as possible to do that. That's my philosophy anyway. So um, the blurred line in music, let me run a couple of songs by you really quickly uh, just to illustrate this blurred line. I mentioned Led Zeppelin a few minutes ago. Uh, my favorite Zeppelin song, by the way, is Cashmere. Love it. Uh, it's a weird tuning, but I love Cashmere, at least on guitar. But the um, – now, I can't play it because I can't feel my left fingertips yet. I'm getting there. Uh, but anyway, I, di- I digress. Led Zeppelin um, recorded a song which – okay, tell me exactly what genre is this. Is this rock or is it country or is it kind of a – Heavy metal country rock. There's a genre you don't hear about every day. It's called hot dog. Wait till the lyrics come in here. You see what I mean? Kind of a lengthy intro. But you got the piano, kind of a honky-tonk piano for Led Zeppelin, right? And I like John Paul Jones, too, because he's only 5'8". Makes me feel better about myself. Greyhound General Store. Texas, come on. Now, okay, this has every element of country except it's Led Zeppelin. And the guitar is definitely not a clean Fender. It is a distorted, I think it's a Les Paul that he plays on that tune, but I'm not sure. Um, uh, Jimmy Page being he, uh, for those hung up on pronouns, as I usually am hung up on pronouns. And there's another song uh, from the Some Girls album of the Rolling Stones. Josh Schmidt hates this song. And I'm pretty sure it was from Some Girls. But uh, it's called Far Away Eyes. Now here is arguably one of the greatest rock bands in the world And they throw this song on side two of the vinyl right in the middle of some kick-butt stuff. Let it rip, Josh. Pedal steel. Country pedal steel, come on. I was driving home. Early Sunday morning through Bakersfield, listening to gospel music on the colored radio station. And the preacher said, you know, you always have the Lord by your side. And I 
bass from Ferry Country. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord. So, uh, again, you know, the line the line gets blurred. I mean, you want to define the Zeppelin song that we just played, Hot Dog? You want to define that? Uh, the Rolling Stones, Faraway Eyes. Is country king or queen in your house? Josh Schmidt is our special country music expert. We'll get his take on what we just played in a few minutes. Uh, Mike on a cell phone. You're on WBEN. Welcome, my love. Hi, Mike. Um, Hello, Mike. Go ahead. Yeah, I was... Uh... Me, I was I was born into country music. That's, I kind of love it like that because uh, during the 70s, 80s, and into the 90s, my dad was a very popular country music DJ in the Buffalo area. Do you mind if I say his name? No. No? No, his not name at was all. David R. Snow. He was very popular back, back then. The name vaguely rings a bell. Um yeah. I wasn't listening to country on the radio, but so you you were born into it. Um, yeah. the, the, what what are your thoughts on uh, the um, uh, country music being king? Oh me, oh my god! I, like I said, I was I was raised on it uh, up until I was uh, like eleven or twelve years old. I only thought there was only three kinds of music: country, polka, <laughs> and big bands. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know, man. Some of the some of the big band stuff, I really I really like, especially seeing oh, yeah. it live. Well, it, well, we mentioned Brian Setzer before, and uh, oh, yeah. Brian Setzer did you know at least uh, he's done a lot of work with uh, the big band genre, despite his roots as a rockabilly and and rock and roll guitar player. I mean, the man is yeah. enormously talented. Oh yeah, he is. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah so but, uh, right now, um, I've been I've been listening to a guy. Oh my God, since nineteen eighty six. His name is Steve Earle. He originally started out country, but he's been all over the place. Country, he's bluegrass, rock and roll. He's uh, well, he calls himself power twang. Um, I just went and seen him this past weekend for the for the thirteenth time. Oh, he always puts on a good show. Um, okay, Steve Earle, Josh, your take on Steve Earle? Steve our Earle, favorite. like like Copperhead Road, Steve Earle. Oh yeah, that's the guy. That, but, that's, uh, that's probably the only song I know by know by him, but that is a fantastic song. Oh yeah, it's, it's very fast. All of his songs are like stories, just like just like Copperhead Road. Yeah, and I I love when music does that. It's it's such a fun time when you're listening to a song and you can feel feel yourself going through the story. I mean, there's one um, called "The Cattleman's Gun" by Dean Brody, and it's it, there's this this great story about like a Western town in the 1800s. And there's a big plot twist at the end. It, it's, it's literally like watching a movie in like three minutes. It's, it's, it's awesome. But no, I, I love the way Copperhead road sounds. And like I said, I don't really know his other music, but if that's how it all sounds, then I think I'd like it. Well, he's got, he's got 22 albums out. So uh, pick one and, and you're going to hear some great stories, great stories. You can see him, you can see him unfold in your mind as you're, as you're listening to them. All right, it's a big Steve Earle fan. Who else do you like, Mike, uh, out there in, in modern country? I mean, if, are we going to call modern country the year 2000 and afterward? No, no, that is not country. That's that's just bad pop to me. Oh, see, somebody earlier called it suburban rock. Josh, do you want to go to war with this guy? Well, okay, uh, no. wait, 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 wait. 2010 on, 
I think we can call it bad pop. But twenty or two thousand to two thousand ten, there's some really good stuff in there. I mean, that's like that's like early Jason Aldean. That's like peak Brad Paisley, peak Toby Toby Keith. Like, it's there's some good music in there. I think. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about those guys. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I, two thousand. I didn't really take that into consideration. Yeah, there was, there's some good stuff to pick through in there. But uh, this nowadays stuff. Oh my god, when I heard that that some of that stuff when they put mixed country and rap i did not understand that at all i just shook my head no i hate it i hate it with a burning passion i don't understand why people like it i don't understand why it's on the radio but it's <laughs> it, it's something that people think the mainstream people I, I i don't know i don't i don't get it it's well it's it, got to it sell make any sense. if they're if they're playing it it's got to sell and it's got to have an audience otherwise it wouldn't get played yeah, there's a lot of people up there with bad taste in music. <laughs> well, yeah, that, goes sure. without, that goes without saying, sir. That goes without saying. Um, thank you very much, Mike. Uh, appreciate your call. Anything else you wish to add? No, no. All right. Uh, thank you so much. Um, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. By the way, um, thanks to everybody who called in today, and thanks for um, all of the positive feedback uh, on this show. Um I knew it was going to be a good one. And then, you know, scoring Josh to basically co-host the show because he knows a hell of a lot more about country music than I do. And getting my brother on, you know, two different generations with two different specialities of music uh, was kind of a coup. And, uh, you know, this, this, was, this was not just another show. I mean, Josh has been busting his hump getting music out that I'm calling for that comes into my mind at the last minute. And uh, he has been flawless. And, Josh, you just have sounded so great on the air. All right, Tom, there's one guy that we haven't talked about at all. And if we don't talk about him, I think we're going to get some hate for it. So I'm okay. just going to play a song real quick, and then we'll see if you know who it is. You're going to have to put me, pop me down and tell me. Never saw the end in sight. Fools are kind of blind. Thought everything was going all right, but I was running out of time. With biographical here. You had one foot out the door. I swear I didn't see. But if you're really going away, here's some final words from me. All right, so Josh, how did we get through so much without talking about George Strait? And you're right, we would absolutely have gotten some hate mail uh, about that. I, I don't really know. I mean, George Strait it, it's just the epitome of country music. I, I there's so many songs, there's so many hits. There's like all my axes live in Texas, <laughs> oceanfront property, Amarillo by morning, check yes or no, and that's just like the top ten. I mean, there's he has greatest hits albums with fifty songs on them. It, it's it's just he's he's crazy and it, it, it's great. I love the sound. I love the songs, the meanings. It, it's he's one of the best, if not the best. 
Oh, he's awesome. But the uh, you know the the thing is, think about all of the people we didn't even get into today who are big deals. Uh, both the you know the pre two thousand ten country crowd as well as the post two thousand ten country crowd. I mean, there are so many people we left out. We never even mentioned Emmy Lou Harris when I talked about the females and country music. And my favorite would be Two More Bottles of Wine. It's a great song. Um, Josh Schmidt, I first of all, thanks for listening to the show, guys, out there. And uh, secondly, Josh Schmidt, you sounded absolutely fabulous on the air, and I am absolutely indebted to you for your dedication, your knowledge, and your pulling of audio at the last minute. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Josh Schmidt. No problem, Tom. Thanks for having me on. I'm glad my uh, infinite knowledge of uh, country music finally came up to, for uh, good use. <laughs> Oh, I've absolutely. never been able to use it because all my friends make fun of me for listening to country. But secretly, when I play it, they all like it. I ain't going to make fun of you at all. I mean, <laughs> I'm a guy who likes ABBA, so there. Uh, anyway, it's uh, – and Barry Manilow, too. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.